0: welcome to the marvel cast on jason and the movie knots i'm jason sachs i'm Carlos sardella and we're talking about iron man 2 i've got so many <laughs> thoughts about this movie <laughs> i do too this is not the marvel cinematic universe's finest hour
1: it's it's a it's kind of a mess spoiler spoilers all over the place
0: there's so there's how many plots are there in this movie maybe 18 seven nine yeah i mean like could could they have just trimmed it just a little bit could they have just made it just a little simpler
1: to your point there's like three movies in here at least at least
0: absolutely and and they don't work together very well
1: no they don't why don't you set us up because there's a lot of multiple storylines to get to
0: so where to start uh do i start with you know i just don't like robert downey jr too much (laughs) although he's better in this movie than the last movie no i think i'm gonna start with how much i dislike mickey work mickey work was just too fucking much too fucking much too much quirkiness weirdness in that character you know, if they had just trimmed it down just a little bit, maybe gotten rid of the gold teeth or maybe gotten rid of the parrot. But no, it was just a bundle of bizarre eccentricities that I suppose was meant to make him seem endearing. But to me, it just made him feel like there's just like so much going on. It's like, yeah. pay attention to me. I'm this big wacky character here.
1: Now, am I right in thinking that this was around the same time that The Wrestler came out? I think it was either the
0: year after or a couple years after he had just won
1: the Academy Award. Yeah, so I'm thinking that they were trying to go off of that and they're like, hey, listen, this guy's got a lot of heat right now, as they say in the biz. And um, we're going to use his quirkiness to our advantage, right? And like spruce up this movie. But I'm with you. I think it's just over the top. It's so much. It never ends because you know, he makes, spoiler, he makes like two big, huge appearances as a bad guy and uh yeah it's it's a lot to take but it starts and it starts with him actually the whole movie starts with him and his whole plot line in russia
0: well that's the other thing is i don't feel like his plot line really kind of intersects with tony's in a way that's really resonant
1: well because it's is to
0: with tony's dad not with tony yeah. himself there's no yeah. relationship between the mickey War character and the Downey character they're just kind of you know, how would you feel if someone tried to take revenge against you for something your dad had done? It just is, doesn't make any sense.
1: Yeah, I was going to say, jumping to the end, that is kind of like a big reveal. That's like, yeah, him and his, the two dads basically had beef. And uh yeah, it wasn't with him, Tony, but it was with his dads. So anyways, his dad, uh Ivan's, came up with something similar to the whole arc reactor, right? Like that's the storyline. And, you know, in the beginning, you see him, Ivan um, kind of, doing a lot of like work on it and stuff. And then you, you, a lot of the beginning is just Tony being like, Hey, now I'm out as a superhero. Uh, I'm going to be so over the top me so much Robert Downey Jr. You can't handle it. And that's a lot of the beginning of the movie. I remember that um, too and the- much, too much out over the top. Downey also. Uh, it is, yeah.
0: Man, like it just—it feels like it's never ending. At the beginning, the whole scene where he's flying through the sky and then lands at Stark Expo, and he's got the dancers, and he's like set up to be the coolest guy in the world, right? All the women look up to him, all the men wish they could be him. It's like, come on, man, just—just yeah. just like you're—you're you're overselling the
1: character. It feels like uh, Jim Carrey in The Mask. Yeah, yeah, that's what I felt.
0: Yeah, I like that. Also, why are they trying so hard with him? Is there some deeper insecurity at play there? Probably not, but...
1: I think, you know what, I think it is also. We have to think about like when these movies are made, right? So what was the year that this came out? This was 2010. Okay, still not, you know, a while ago. And, you know, early on in these Marvel movies being made, I feel like because they left the first Iron Man with this kind of reveal, like he's just going to say, I'm Iron Man. They just wanted to go nuts with it in a movie way in a very movie way we're like mm-hmm. okay now we're gonna have fun and show the world that there is a superhero and he's gonna i mean i'm not excusing it and it's ridiculous and over the top and jim carrey but i think some of it might be when it was filmed i'm just feeling that
0: yeah i mean maybe i'm just uh, it didn't hit me at all maybe someone else liked it probably people did i mean it's got a decent rotten tomato score so it could be worse, I suppose. On the other hand, I love Sam Rockwell as Justin Hammer. He's just
1: fun. Well, he's Sam up Rockwell's to top in the right way. He's amazing. Yeah, I love him to death. And he shows up pretty early on. First off, before we even get to Sam Rockwell, uh, Gary Shanling's in this movie. Yes. He's like an idol of mine, a comic idol of mine. So I, I forgot that he's in there and I'm like, I, I guess I'll take him as a senator, but um, it was cool to see him there. And also the early plot line of that and what this whole movie is driven by is that Tony is dying or can't deal with this reactor anymore. Like it's poisoning him. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's like failing. So that's kind of a big, huge impetus for him to like figure out um, a new way to, to build something up in his chest. And then Justin Hammer, like you said, shows up as well. One of the 34 plot lines in the movie. Right. I know we see, we're already in four or five line, plot <laughs> lines. And this is the beginning of the film. Like literally there's a the Senator bit, how they want the suit for the government. There's Justin Hammer, who you mentioned, Sam Rockwell. He wants the suits. Uh, You have Rhodes, or they call Roadie or whatever. He shows up. And he's the one who's going to essentially later on be uh, War Machine, right? Yeah, the Don Cheadle character. Don Cheadle character.
0: Cheadle was great in this movie. He's actually, I liked him way more than I liked
1: Tony. Yeah, him and Sam Rockwell can do no wrong. I mean, it's just as actors, right? Mm Mm-hmm. And then we have the plotline line with Pepper, too. Like Pepper Pops being coming the CEO.
0: Yeah, Tony suddenly decides to give up the CEO job at Stark and gives it to Pepper impulsively. And no one seems to care that he did that. Okay, it's a movie.
1: I think we're going to say that a lot as I keep going through this timeline of events. And then this happened? Because <laughs> that's how it reads. Well, let's talk about my... The scene
0: that made me the most crazy early on in the movie. Uh, So, what about 15 minutes in, we are taken to Monaco, which was really cool. It's nice to, it's great to have a movie that completely transports you. But these days, like seeing a different location in a movie, yeah, like means so much. Like the virtual tourist thing is a real thing. Yeah. Uh, Okay, a couple things. First of all, Tony has a car for the uh, monaco 24-hour road race it's 24 or whatever it is the monaco road race okay great but then tony decides on impulse he's gonna drive the car in the race what Yep,
1: yeah yeah why not
0: and the driver looks completely surprised so i guess tony besides being a millionaire industrious industrialist ceo Weapons designer and superhero also has time to practice race car driving. Yeah.
1: Why not? Throw it in.
0: So I guess you know, Musk must have taken notes on that and said, Okay, well, um, you know, I'll drive the Tesla car next, Monaco. Also,
1: yeah, that is funny and it's ridiculous. And it's just again another like extra thing that you are like believability is out the window, you know, like right. it, it was already the beginning with this huge like song of dance. But now it's even getting even more and more like it's it's like the movie's testing you. Like how much more will you take? Well, so this is
0: only the first of at least three things in that scene that made me completely crazy. Okay. So it builds and builds and builds. Okay. So Tony gets behind the wheel and then eventually Ivan, the Mickey Rourke character just is able to wander onto the course. Yep. And None of the guards try to stop him. No one pulls out a gun to shoot him down. He was walking towards the, in the middle of this road where people are driving 200 miles an hour with his whips and stuff. There's security guards all around. You can see it. They're only separated by a wire fence, but no one shoots him. No one does anything. No one tries in the least to stop him at all. And yeah. no one goes on a radio and tells all the drivers, there's this crazy guy on the road Pull into your pits for a few minutes. No, yeah, no. Instead, everybody keeps driving, and then he's able to to whip the cars. Okay, he's able to destroy cars using his. Okay, I'll buy that. But then the even stupider thing happens, which is somehow because it makes no sense. Uh, Happy and Pepper are able to drive onto the race course they break through some fencing or something. There's no guard there to pre- prevent them. No one has warned anybody that this is gonna happen. And then they're able to drive on the on the race course and other cars are still freaking driving. None of this makes a lick of sense. It's 15 minutes of the movie where I'm like, what am I watching? This is insane.
1: This is the most animated I've ever seen you be in one of these podcasts. (laughs) Uh, And you're mad. I can tell it. You're mad. And that's you you have a rightful place to be angry there. It is, again, so much over the top. And then at the end of the day, they end up saving the day because there's like a a weird comedic moment where he's trying to get the suit out of the car. Then he gets Mm -hmm. his suit out of the car, this being Tony. And then he fights him and he kind of loses, but then he wins. And you're like, that's a whole you know main section of a movie and you're like i'm tired <laughs> i'm just tired after that whole thing by the way and before that they introduced black widow yeah so that's was a- in this movie and they introduced her as like a, a an assistant she's the best part of the movie well she's always great and it's garlett johansson come on i might get equally excited about how good scar shows in this movie yeah well let's just start with the very beginning kind of go backwards for a second The She becomes an assistant before that car race, I believe. And they make like sexual harassment jokes and it's not cool. (laughs) You're right. That also jumped out at me. Like I felt kind of skeevy about all that. We've said that before in an Iron Man movie, in the original Mm -hmm. one. If you haven't listened to it and you listen to this one, go back and listen to the other one. Please Um, Please do. But yeah, it's like there's some stuff that doesn't age well in these movies when it comes to... That's just called sexism. I don't know. It just feels weird. So that stuff felt weird to me. They just shrug it off too. Yeah. Oh, well. That's Tony.
0: You yeah, know. it's just Tony being a, a misogynist asshole abuser. Yeah.
1: And uh, and again, Sam Rockwell's amazing, and he uh, comes back into the movie after this whiplash event and basically uh, reinvents uh, this Ivan guy and breaks him out of jail and says, hey, you're going to help me. Which, of course, kicks off three more plot lines <laughs> right that's definitely the beginning of three more things that are going to happen um and then james rhodes works for the government at some point which just was a little weird to me can you figure out why that happened i, forgot. I think it's just a
0: i think it's just a military he just works for the military and he's
1: like stark's liaison Right, but he was like, No, I want to get I want to give all these uh Iron Man suits to the the government too. I believe that that we should do that or something. Um yeah, I forgot how that starts, but I do know next in line after the race was the big, you know, Tony getting drunk at the party, which Uh talk about over the top. Then him and Rhodes have to fight in the party as Iron Man.
0: Which is so stupid. They wreck his whole house there and wreck his house it just again doesn't make any sense why, why are they fighting like that why is why can't tony control himself this is supposed to be his best friend and then no they get in this massive fight
1: yeah is it because yeah. they just want to show the graphics of two iron Man fighting like literally i felt like yes yeah yeah.
0: why are you asking
1: that question of course <laughs> don't ask the question either the answer to <laughs> yeah well that happened. Um, and at some point, basically, let's, we can kind of get close to the end, I guess. But it's Ivan making his second appearance and second comeback as a bad guy, controlling all the robots, right? Like, that's his whole thing. He's going yeah, to create so Hammer these created robots.
0: These, these robots based on Tony's designs and the work that Ivan did to modify the designs so that they would work using the arc reactor. And then they attack
1: Iron Man and Rhodey or Tony and Rhodey wait before that there's another plot line mini plot line uh tony creates a new element that's right yeah and he puts it in his chest and it's his new arc reactor or whatever but he like literally creates a new particle of matter so that like that happened yay Yeah, it doesn't, I don't know. (laughs) It fits so that he can be okay and be Iron Man again, right? Yeah,
0: because they have to resolve this plot line because it was introduced and therefore they have to pay it off, I guess.
1: Yeah. Well, like you said, they have the Rhodes and Iron Man. Uh, They fight each other, then they fight together. And then at some point there's, I forgot when it happens but Black uh, Widow shows up with Happy and they're like fighting people
0: she's great in this and her she's great scenes are exciting she's a shield agent so we get to get some good Samuel L. Jackson scenes here also I mean though two of them really command the screen I think she's a much more interesting character than almost anyone else on the screen I would rather see a Don Cheadle and, and Scarlett Johansson action movie than you know one with Robert Downey Jr. and Mickey Rourke you
1: know oh Mickey Rourke yeah well he does lose uh, spoiler uh Cheadle and Tony Stark or Cheadle and Robert Downey Jr. (laughs) keep mentioning the actors or the characters. I don't know. Yeah. They come together and work together and and kill. I think they kill him, right? They kill Ivan. Yeah. Yeah, Uh, he gets killed. Yeah. And then, yay, our heroes are heroes again. And the kiss happens. They finally get the kiss. Pepper pops and pepper pops. Pepper pots. And Tony get to kiss. And I guess that's a thing. I don't know. Did we we miss a plot line? She's She's way way too good. Totally agree. Totally agree. Um, But I think we missed the plot. There might be other plot lines in there. It just seems like it's (laughs) all over the place.
0: Yeah. Yeah. There's, I'm sure there's plenty more plot lines, but do we want to dwell on it anymore?
1: Not really. Not really. It it just feels like as we've uh, said it and in this, into this podcast, it just, it's a jumbled mess. It feels like they could have taken two of these ideas and if they wanted to go down the road of Ivan and you know uh, Tony Stark's father and, and another guy they could have explored that even further but it just feels like that was tacked on right cuz mm-hmm. you get it at the beginning of the movie you get it in the middle a little bit with the map thing and then you get it at the end but it doesn't really feel like any weight to it like none of this movie has weight it is like I said earlier a Jim Carrey movie really just over the top
0: yeah that's a great that's a great analogy none of it feels like it has any weight The other thing that I kept coming back to is if everyone can build an Iron Man suit, then why is this a really cool superpower? Hmm. Like, literally, like, we see a hundred different metal robot suits that can shoot and fly and do stuff. And, like, the Don Cheadle character wants to steal the suit for the army, basically, and build a whole battalion. Actually, that's Justin Hammer's plan, too. So, like, why is this suit
1: special at all? Yeah, that's a good point because, I mean, I would say the only special thing about Tony is that he's got like all this, in quotes, genius mind to build things, right? Like he's like super inventor or something. Mm -hmm. Um, But when he's in a suit, yeah, like Cheetah was just as good as him, right, in the suit. So there's nothing really special about him in it. Maybe because he's got that new arc reactor with a new element that he can control it better, but I don't know. And he he has Jarvis, that Jarvis could do a lot for him, but Mm -hmm. that's just AI, And destroy Sokovia too. I know Jarvis is going to come back a lot in this. So I think I've liked this least out of the four that we've officially watched for the series. Wow, I thought we were going down, and I think we might be, uh, as in scores. Uh, I give this maybe a three on a ten scale. Three. Ooh. I wanna. I wanna. I wanted to suit. go higher.
0: I like the Shandling character. I even think the scene in the Senate was really stupid yeah it is was tony wandering around holding the microphone no no like i'm not in third grade this this is not how the senate works
1: and i like sam rockwell and we both do but he is out of place here because he could be just be in another movie yeah yeah
0: i liked rockwell i like jackson i like uh, i like clark Gregg also it was great to see him again agent colson's always fun to see in these movies
1: yeah, we get some shield, we get Black Widow fighting, which is cool, but you can't give a whole movie a score based on <laughs> Black Widow just doing some cool fights. Um, man, I guess I'll go. It's gotta be similar because we gave other movies that we kind of enjoyed sixes. Mm-hmm. So this can't be five. I'm gonna talk it out on the podcast. It can't be four. It could be four. I'm gonna go three. I wanna go even lower but i'll go i'll go three five okay because i guess the 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 points that i gave it and maybe the three that you gave it as well is for the things that i did like uh like the characters i like seeing you know sam rockwell and, and black widow and and gary Shanling being there there's some good moments but it's exhausting this movie is exhausting
0: i think i've made a little rule for myself if i get really worked up about a movie and talk, rant about how stupid it is it can't be a, even a a
1: five you got animated this is the first one you were like literally <laughs> people who listen to the podcast can't see but you're shaking your hands at the screen yeah well that's their low scores 3.5 and 3 is is pretty freaking low next week is a movie i've never seen incredible <gasps> hulk wait which one now i
0: always get confused the 2008
1: is this ed norton the ed norton one yeah
0: now i've so, watched it I watched the Eric Bana one from 2003 also, directed by Ang Lee. But
1: the Ang Lee one, yeah, yeah, that's intense. And so then... I can talk about both, but
0: uh, you just pick if you want to watch one or both.
1: Well, we should watch the one that's part of the MCU, which is the Nora one, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's
0: not on Disney Plus, though.
1: Oh, I'll have to go rent it or something. Yeah. It's worth it. I, I, I'm excited to see that again. I do remember a lot of military being in that one, like it being a lot of a military movie, isn't it? I'm really curious about it. Oh, you haven't seen it? Where can people find you? He's like, let's wrap it up. Uh, Thanks for listening, (laughs) by the way. People can find me always on uh, YouTube, youtube.com slash a lot of things. And I just put up a couple new videos, so go check it out. And if you like comics, listen to Classic Comics Cavalcade. Thanks, Carlos. I wasn't ready to wrap it up. We can keep going. No, no, it's fine. I'm tired. The movie exhausted me. Talking about the exhausting movie exhausted me. We're done. Oh, thank you.